Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rent a cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang, only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? Path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Hey gang, Chicago may have sold out, but we got a couple more live dates to tell you about that are coming up as the spring and summer months sneak up on us. Uh-huh. That's cool. You know what? I am a little bit John Madden esque. I don't feel like getting on a plane. Is that is that is, it, is that going to be a problem for Chicago for the, these next dates? Um, well, not for one because it's just right across the river. Oh, you. right. <laughs> Wait, what? Are you, you're saying you got an athlete's foot? <laughs> But John Madden famously didn't want to fly. He took a bus Why? everywhere. Yeah. Why? Because he was like, I don't know, he's a big fat scary guy. And he guy. still died anyway. He's alive. He's still what? alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Are you shitting me? No. John oh, Madden will okay. break your arm. He's Is Pat Summerall dead? dead? Oh, maybe. <laughs> hey, who cares? The point is, we've got some more live dates coming up. June 11th. We will be in Brooklyn, New York. That is right, gang, at a uh, yeah. great little bar called Union Hall. That's not a little bar. That's an enormous bar. <laughs> well, as in, uh, you know, it's like a community place. Yeah. A nice little bar to go to. It is a massive space, though. You're yeah. absolutely right. Uh, we will be talking about a film the Wachowskis put out last year. Oh. Uh, that's called Jupiter Ascending. Oh, man. Everybody wants to hear that one, right? I suppose yeah. so. It gets yeah. requested a lot. But, you know, live shows, we break the 10-year rule all the time. Right. And that's what we're going to be doing and this now. is going to be a live podcast. Live podcast. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be talking about this movie that I haven't seen yet. But I heard uh, two words that attracted me to it instantly. Space Werewolf. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. cool. And a whole bunch of bees. Bees figure prominently in the film. More right. so than Last Witch Hunter? Uh, less so than Last Witch Hunter. <laughs> you know what? You backed me into a corner. They're less prominent than Last Witch Hunter. And that's a Saturday night. That is that a Saturday, Saturday night. I believe oh, doors yeah. are at 7.30 and the show's at 8 o'clock. That's right. We're June get filthy on Saturday sure, night. Sure, on June, June 11th. 11th. Uh, visit unionhallny.com for tickets to that one. And then pre-sale has not started yet for this other one. Rochester, New York. We will be out your way at the Little Theater uh, in Rochester, mm-hmm. NY. Talking... 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. What? Yeah, yeah, the Turtles in Time one, which, by the way, how could they not just do colon Turtles in Time? I, I, it, it's the biggest missed marketing opportunity yeah. ever. One of the biggest blunders in history. I was going to say movie history. <laughs> no, but just no, this I is... think in global history, uh-huh. us as a human society, yeah. not yeah. putting colon Turtles in Time, it's up there. Yeah. yeah. It's up there. This is like a Napoleon invading uh, Russia, babe. <laughs> Ooh, a little Dennis Miller action. I like it. I don't want to get off on a rant here, but the date that we will be at the Little is July 16th. Is that correct? I believe so. Then that's a... Saturday night. Oh, that's yeah. Going to get skeezy on that Saturday We're night, too. Going, let me tell you. Saturday night's all across the country. Dude, well, WHM may, hopefully, Summer hopefully. Tour. It's the summer of skis. Oh, yeah. You, just, you want to see chest hair? You want to see people wearing shirts they shouldn't come out on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. So, we'll let only, you know when yeah, the tickets are on exactly. sale for that. Yeah. Uh, but it will be thelittle.org. And that is also going to be a live podcast as well. Live podcast. Right. It's at a movie theater, but we won't be showing the movie prior to any of these shows. And no. to recap, Chicago, Brooklyn, Rochester, New York, and that's it for now. That's and it for now. More for to now. come. We're working yeah. on we're working on a couple other things. And you know what? If you know of a cool space that you might want to see, uh, we hate oh, movies at. Outer. What's that? Outer oh, space. Outer oh, space. Can we be the first podcast in outer space? That would be cool. Elon Musk, I know you're listening. <laughs> hey, real people. Uh, if you <laughs> no, if you know of, <laughs> if you know of a cool, you know space, Elon Musk is a real person, right? No, I, I'm just oh, talking I about us being in outer space is a bit fantastical. <laughs> What I'm saying is if you know of a cool space in your town and you think you got a nice little contingent, just just uh, shoot us an email. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Mm. We'll look at the venue. We'll reach out yeah, and see what's going definitely. on. Definitely. Big, big plus if it's within the driving distance of New York. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit helpful. Uh, but yes, yeah, so recapping Chicago, April 16th. That's sold out. June 11th, we will be at Union Hall. That is unionhallny.com for tickets. They are on sale now. Rochester, New York, July 16th, the Little Theater in downtown Rochester. Talking TMNT3, not colon turtles in time. Hey, what the fuck ever. Tickets will be on sale soon. We'll let you know about that. The Little. Dot org. And we are going to be making uh, more of those awesome uh, show posters by our good friend uh, Chris Walton. That's at, right. At Chris Walton 73 on Twitter. Tweet that man. Thank that man. That man does really good work for us and does really cool stuff. Commission that man. He's a talented guy and he's easy to work with. Exactly. Who cares if they follow him on Twitter, Steve? (laughs) How about commissions? Everybody wants to be followed on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Steven Steven (laughs) Zadak. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we're getting on the Twitter. uh, (laughs) At Eric Siska. That's... I see a lot of you people spelling it wrong. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's embarrassing a, for them, not with you. With a C, Eric with a C, S-Z-Y-S-Z-K-A. The Polish spelling. <laughs> exactly. Mine's easy. It's at Jupin. J-U-P-I-N. All right. Now, saying all that, we are talking <clears throat> about a really terrible movie this mm-hmm. week. It's antitrust. Let's get into it. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in to our 
lovely little down home podcast. No, you're here. You're not tuning into shit. Shut up. Pay attention. I still download this show. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, trying to skew our numbers, huh? (laughs) Every little bit helps. You got a lot of dupe accounts. Tell your friends about the show. (laughs) And I want to apologize up front. I sound like garbage. I'm fighting a cold. Yeah. So if you want to complain about that, just complain it and use hashtag Steve's a hero. Um, I'd appreciate it because this shit didn't go dark this week. Yeah. I came in all the way from Jersey City with a cold. Well, Eric and I would have figured something. Out. <laughs> get that homeless guy that's been chomping at the bit to get in here. Totally. <laughs> hey, some weird movies, guys. <laughs> this week's episode, we're talking about antitrust from the year 2001, uh, directed by Peter Howitt. As right. in but- Howitt get hired to direct this movie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but um, I will say I know you're you're wondering um, from the date alone. This is actually pre nine eleven. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. right, yeah. yeah. So the, we got to put our put on your goggles, your rose tinted glasses <laughs> of the way the world used to be. Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing we were most concerned about pre nine eleven is like, oh man, that Bill Gates, huh? That guy's getting too much power. Right. Yeah, this is the most we had to worry about. And by the way, <laughs> yeah. now look at us. <laughs> just look at it. Just just back away from America yeah. and just look at it. It was that, and I don't know if you guys remember the summers of the sharks. Oh my God! Everyone was terrified of sharks. Oh yeah, shark oh sure. there were sharks on the shore. Now we celebrate sharks, though. Exactly. Uh, this episode, because it is indeed still Listener Request Month, gang, comes to us uh, requested by Jenny from Knoxville, Tennessee. Hi, this is Jenny from Knoxville, Tennessee, calling in to request antitrust. It's Enemy of the State Beat She's All That, a 90s time capsule movie that came out in 2001. And that's a call I like, by the way. In and out, under 15 fucking seconds. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you, Jenny. Oh, no, take your shoes off. Stay a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? Do it. I'm just going to cut it right down. <laughs> I'm going to cut it right. I'm going to whittle it down like a big piece of wood. Well, thank down you. Down to a toothpick. Thank you, fans, for your outpouring of <laughs> calls and requests so and Steve, nice words. Steve, what is, what is this movie about? This movie is about a... Teenage wunderkind. I guess no. He's older than teenage, right? He's a, he's a college graduate. He's a college graduate. Wait, wunderkind. did he graduate? I guess he. I guess he just graduated. Yeah, he's him get, and his friends. Right. He doesn't uh, really have a job yet. Yeah, he, he's working out of a garage. He gets the attention of a Bill Gates stand-in. It's of the sort highest of, It's a mashup between Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Yes, played by yes. Tim Robbins. I think his name is Gary something. It's Gary. Yeah. It's Gary whatever, and he's <laughs> Gary he, Nerve. He pull he pulls him out, and he's like, "Hey, I got it. I got this deadline. I have this really cool world changing software. I need you to help me with." And then shit gets intriguish. Oh yeah, the kid, by the way, is Ryan Phillippe. Of course, you guys remember him. Do uh, I? Uh, well, no, you remember him as being really great in the film MacGruber. Oh. I thought you were going to say Cruel Intentions. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the thing about Cruel Intentions yeah. is you can't single out just one performance because right. everything in that movie <laughs> is right. just so fabulous. Uh, everyone I, is kissing. Everyone is kissing. <laughs> I rewatched that movie recently. It oh. doesn't hold up. Really? I don't believe it. Yeah. But they kiss in it, don't they? They do kiss in it. Yeah. Oh, everybody's everybody's kissing, kissing everybody. Fucking and sucking until the sun comes up in that movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, no one's that... fucking and sucking in this movie. That's a problem. No, I, I, would, mean, I would appreciate at least some sucking. <laughs> Just to see it. Yeah, just to see what's going on. Sure, why not? There's rich people all over the place. They're, you know, That's they what throw they money around, right? Uh, this movie also, you want to talk about... And by the way, we should also mention, this is kind of... 
you could qualify this as a cyber thriller. Yes, it is. There's not... I mean, there's some internet stuff floating around, no. including the HTML opening Here's credits. When, you're, when the end of your movie in, involves someone like punching keys into a computer and saying, come on, come on, yeah. it's a cyber thriller. <clears throat> yeah, this, so this is, this is indeed a cyber thriller. That's like, you know, four to seven years too late for <laughs> cyber thrillers, man. Yeah. I mean, also see our episode on Swordfish, speaking of cyber thrillers. Oh, hey, someone's sucking and fucking in that movie. <laughs> Should have been more like Swordfish. Yeah, Antitrust. I, you know what, I, what movie I think is actually a little underrated, and I'm going to be crucified for this, but I thought Black Hat was pretty fun. I didn't see it. Still there's some fucking it. and sucking. <laughs> and there's some hacking. Yeah. All three till the sun comes up. Hardcore hacking in that one, huh? Yeah, there's a there's a bit of hacking. Is you know Thor I, fucking and sucking in that movie? Um yeah, but it's not like uh, Oh, is it a Thor body double though? No, 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 no. He doesn't want to show his Australian penis. You know, it's Michael Mann, he's classy. Yeah. Show him wake up with it with with a little bit of a towel over oh. his Oh. Any buttock? Um We talking half mast or what? No, I don't know. <laughs> You, you, might. you know what? By the way, you just sold me on watching Black Hat. Listen, I watched it on my phone during my commute, so I needed a bigger screen to tell about the mast. I wasn't quite in the heart of the sea. Dude, I told you you should have went to iPhone 6 Plus. So you know why the sexuality might have been tamped down in this film? Uh, in uh, Antitrust? Oh, right. Yes. Not, not, not Black Hat. I don't know what goes on in that. Um... The Pepsi Corporation wouldn't allow it, I'm guessing. Oh, man. There is right. just drink Pepsi. Like, all in this movie. And it's... Like, there's some, like, unsubtle product placement in movies. This is about the most unsubtle. Like, a dude should have just come out, like, in a little circle in the corner of the screen going, Pepsi. <laughs> you drinking Pepsi yet? Hey, well, who's thirsty? Well, I mean, like, I feel like laws were passed after this film to make sure that Pepsi <laughs> couldn't have this much of a hold over a movie again. The Antitrust Product Placement <laughs> Act of <Yes>. 2002. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. There is one shot of, like, an ominous-looking Pepsi machine. <laughs> yeah. So the Pepsi machine's kind of like the fourth-billed villain in this movie. <laughs> it's it's like kind the, of a heavy. It's the 2001 monolith or something. It is. It's, it's like so everyone becomes weird. aware of, like, you know, like, everyone Everyone can now see their <laughs> hacking potential because they've been awakened by the caffeine and feel-good refreshness. The climax Pepsi takes goal. place in front of a... Pepsi machine. Right in front of it. Right in front of it. Again, just yeah. look at it. And kids at home, if you want a climax. In Watch front of Black a Black Hat? <laughs> in front of a Pepsi machine oh, might be a oh, good spot. Do oh. not climax in front of a Pepsi machine. Because that definitely means you're in public. Um, <laughs> it's all right if you know you're not you're not old enough to be prosecuted. <laughs> in a you know. In an adult, what did chalk it up to boys court. will be boys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That holds up in the Supreme Court, doesn't it? Uh, probably. Um, so this movie starts with Ryan Phillippe, and he's got like it's it's Ryan Phillippe, uh, his best friend whose name is Teddy. Yes. Who's an Asian man, and the only reason I'm letting you know he's Asian is that it plays a really big part later in the film. Oh, sure does. Uh so they've both graduated. They got like a couple of other bro dudes that they got to start up with. There's two brown-haired guys that both look like Noel Gallagher, and I can't tell them apart. I was mixing these dudes up in the movie, and I was at one point towards the end of the movie, I was like, how's that guy in both of those places? And then I was like, oh, it's two people. Exactly. I thought it was one guy the entire movie. It was ridiculous. One of them incredibly fast. <laughs> one of them is played by Nate Dushku, who's Eliza Dushku's brother. No. 
Yeah, dude. That's his claim to fame. Yep. Wow. Yep, he's an antitrust. And then the other guy's just kind of somebody. But the four of them are going to start this, you know, internet startup company. They've got some code that they've been working to hackety hack, don't talk back, I don't know, computers. And they're going to start a business in a garage just like Stephen the Waz, man. Like, that's what we're talking about. You know, we're going to change the world from a garage, this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, bring, bring, oh, Tim Robbins calls and offers Ryan Philippi and Teddy a job. And this is like the big point of contention in the early early goings of this movie. Because mm-hmm. Teddy's like, that man's a monster, man. You're going to go work for the devil, man. And Ryan Philippi's like, I need a job because this is the world. <laughs> <laughs> and that's as simple as it gets. And this dude is like so pissed off that his friend had the audacity to get a job. It's like Tim Burton going to work for Disney, man. I'm sure some, like his buddy Ralph was like, Tim, you can't do it, man. Dude, we were going to start up our own Frank and Weenie Industries. <laughs> it was going to be the next Mickey Mouse, man. The next one. The next one, Tim. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see you never again, Tim Burton. Holy shit. Now now that you mentioned like he would be the next Disney, I would love to go to Burton World. Oh, man. How does Tim Burton not have a theme park under his belt? Good question. Right. Man, yeah. what a house of horrors that would be. What a treat. <laughs> I'd pay $80 to go in. Yeah, of one course. room is just showing you the corpse bride. You have to stay there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that... Um... The uh, the the house of prostitution from Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> that's kind of like the adult zone. <laughs> Disney World's got one of those. It's right. called Pleasure Island. Oh, dude, I don't want to know what goes on there. It's got one of those things where they celebrate New Year's uh, Eve every hour. Are you serious? Or every midnight they do New Year's Eve. That's Something creepy like that. as fuck. Yeah, it's suicide inducing. They wouldn't have that at Burton World though. <laughs> Nothing no. but creepy well, fun. Well, it would be Halloween the every night. No, it's either no, it's it's split down the middle. It's Halloween and then it's Christmas because that man loves him some Christmas. He loves Christmas. A spooky Christmas. A spooky Christmas. Shane Black loves Christmas as well. <laughs> Shane Black could not have a theme park though. No, no. He could have a stunt show somewhere, maybe inside Ooh, Burton World. I like that. Shane Black stunt world. Yeah, every every Tuesday at one o'clock, <laughs> Shane Black's out there coordinating some stunts for you. It's just him pushing you off a building onto a giant mat. Yeah, like that's. It's just the opening of Lethal Weapon One. All you have to do is try to talk someone out of killing themselves. Oh, the the uh, yeah. Yeah, doesn't doesn't a uh, a prostitute jump off a building at the start of that, or is it just a girl? Uh, no, uh, I think it's no, it's not Riggs' wife. It's just a, yeah, it's a it's a girl, I believe. Hey. Some general's daughter, I believe. It's no, I'm thinking of the film The General's Wait, Daughter. <laughs> and then Tommy Lee Jones is called in to investigate. No, uh, that's uh, John Travolta, the general's daughter. Are you shitting me? Yeah, man. Why hasn't either of them worked with Tim Burton? I don't know, but I think you're thinking of U.S. Marshals. <laughs> I think I might be. Either way, there should be a chicken suit at Burton World. <laughs> oh, there definitely would you be. You see what happens when you start talking about antitrust? It's like a knot of 90s movies that just kind of yeah. can't unravel. And Jenny's call is totally right. It's the best 90s movie to be made in the 2000s. I mean, because this, it's just 90s runoff. Like, you flush a toilet, yeah. and there's just like a little bit of the 90s still just floating in the bowl, mm. and they scooped it out, and they made antitrust. <laughs> Because you got Ryan Phillippe, who the fuck could care? You got Rachel Lee Cook, the world stopped caring about that. And, you know, 99, right? Like, she's all that right. was like two, uh, 99, 97, something, something like that. that. And then you got Claire Forlani, possibly the worst actress in history. Let's just 
<clears throat> I'm pulling the WHM emergency lever so we can stop the episode. Oh! Yeah, sorry. Oh! I should have warned you sooner. A lot of whiplash there. Oh, oh no, people are getting whiplash at Burton World. <laughs> Ooh, how twisted. <laughs> Uh, she is one of the worst actors I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know how she got work. I think she's got a tape of someone getting killed. <laughs> someone killing somebody. Really? And the, and pro- she- and the pro- They're all really bad, to be quite honest. No one also, is good in this movie. Even Tim Robbins, who I think is great. Um, yeah. Doesn't he, he kind of disappears throughout most of the movie? But like, this is a paranoid thriller. Like, kind of, it's a cyber thriller, but it's also more importantly a, a paranoid thriller. I guess you, right, you need yeah. you need the likes of Gene Hackman in this movie. It's a Noya film. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. you're totally right. And this is like, no one is believable in any of like the paranoid whatever. You know what I mean? They just talk faster. <laughs> just like it's just Ryan Phillippe go faster. Ryan Phillippe like pretending to be out of breath constantly. Right. Like that's this movie. And Claire Forlani, who should only be hired to play English people, because yeah. this English accent is just—it's like water falling through a sponge, man. You can't keep this thing in. I don't understand. Like later in the movie, like she's revealed to be a double agent. Like just make her double agent be English, and you're like, oh wow, it was a fake accent the whole time. That'd be great if she was like, I was just playing a double. <laughs> <laughs> and that should be every movie she's in. <laughs> Ma- she- the end of Marats at the at the game show. <laughs> Oi, I was just playing a double, me was. Sorry, LaFors, I was just playing a trick on you, I was. That would oh, be Sean awesome. Connery's my dad. Oh, I was British in that one, wasn't oh, I wasn't on British <laughs> in The Rock. Oh, The Rock. She's in there? Yeah, she the plays Ro- his daughter. Yeah. Oh, my, The Rock's daughter. <laughs> I was just wondering if one day we could have a, a nice relationship together. <laughs> no? <laughs> All right. I just I I got my hunt for red October hair going. So is that is that doing anything for you from a father's perspective? That <laughs> size of a role, though, like her in The Rock. Yeah, sure. That's where she needs to be, or preferably much lower. <laughs> you know, and she's in this movie a lot. She's Ryan Phillippe's girlfriend. Yes, uh, who turns out to be this double right. agent who's working for Tim Robbins. <laughs> whatever. Hey, you know what movie? Whatever. Uh, you lost me a long it's a time conspiracy. ago. We could cut out like the first hour of this movie is mood setting and it goes nowhere. Well, because it drops the mood that it sets. Yeah, yeah. Which is and let me tell you, a lot of what's wrong about that first like 40 minutes of the movie, this score is wholly inappropriate. Like you're trying to set up like, you know, nothing is as it seems, this, that, and the other thing, and it's like like <laughs> You know, the fucking theme from, I don't know, Carpool or one of those stupid kid, <laughs> yeah, it's kid like, power movies, it's you know like, what I mean? Hey, having a job in computers is fun. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> it's just like you're doing that for a while and you're like, yeah, you know, life can be good sometimes. <laughs> and then, you know, the other shoe falls. Oh, yeah. And then it's a sudden, oh, my God. And then it's just a lot of uh, early 2000s rat and roll music. And yep. no, nobody's asking for it. And this is, I realized something that's crazy about when a bunch of bad music is shoved into a terrible movie and then they use like a good song at one point. 
it's poisoned the rest of like any possibility of good music to sound good. Like at one point in this movie, there's an Elliot Smith song, and I was like, God, the fucking music in this Isn't movie. Isn't there a Bowie song? There's a well, there's a but like Bowie like super stands out. Right. Yeah. You know, they play heroes at one point. There's two Dandy Warhol songs. Who cares? Yeah, the... Do people care about the Dandy Warhol? I wore out that CD. I wore out the digital grooves in that CD. Oh, man. And I can tell you the two tracks played without looking at it were Godless and Nietzsche. Yeah, man. Or Nietzsche, depending. You know what? Yeah. They're not that bad. I don't know. But it's, like, not, it's not like Jamiroquai showing Well, up. no, oh, man, that's I true. I wish Jamiroquai That's true. This but like, could it virtual insanity. Yes, exactly. Would it would have worked. needs it. How do you not have virtual insanity on this soundtrack? And why the fuck are you playing Elliot Smith? And I felt terrible because I was like, listen to this shit. And I was like, Oh no, that's Elliot Smith. They just put him in this terrible garbage movie mm. with a terrible garbage soundtrack. And now I'm thinking Elliot Smith's garbage. <laughs> Fuck you, antitrust. Well, that's the that's the Goodwill Hunting phenomenon as well. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um uh Tim Robbins wants both Ryan Phillippe and Teddy and he doesn't Teddy says no man fuck he, not only does yeah Teddy's a real dick about it and stomps his feet and goes and like I'm going to start my own company. <laughs> and like <laughs> You just signed your own death warrant. And uh, in Portland, you know, Ryan Phillippe gets his dope house. He's got, like, a car, I guess, and some yeah, other stuff going on. To, I believe, according to IMDb Trivia, which some of you say we need to cite more of. Um, it's <laughs> I like, would say we should cite less, but continue. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it was like a Mercedes SUV. Is that significant for some reason? No, but it's oh. on IMDb Trivia, and some people say we don't mention the trivia enough. Well, listen, some people read IMDb Trivia like someone reads the Daily News. <laughs> I don't think you can get your news from IMDb I just, Trivia. I want to see a guy on a, on a commuter train folding up the IMDb, <laughs> rattling through the pages. I don't know, man. Ryan Phillippe driving Mercedes SUV. <laughs> hey, that's news to me, baby. Well, mother... Seems like they made 16 Batman outfits of this new Batman v Superman film. <laughs> Still not going to see it, though, Mother. <laughs> Couldn't care less. What is the, what's an election year? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, year 2000, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon as well, yes. Oh, yeah, it says it, says it right here. Oh, you're, ta- you're speaking of the film Election. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you mean election year? <laughs> oh, but there's also the purge election year coming up. <laughs> it's out in theaters, mother, in July 4th or some and, shit. And, uh, you know, they shot some of that in Vancouver, Canada. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, uh, sit down, mother. It's time for goofs and gaps. <laughs> and, yes, Junior, we will get to crazy credits. <laughs> But speaking of which, and now you're gonna now I know you devoted IMDB fans are gonna mention this. Apparently, yeah, I might have been under crazy credits actually for this film. Yeah, the opening credits of the HTML oh, is yeah. part of the source code of IMDB. Wow, just blowing minds left and right. That's this them movie. kissing the fucking ring. It's yeah, like, yeah. You want to be on IMDb, baby? You put us in the source fucking code. <laughs> you kiss the ring. <laughs> I believe Ryan Phillippe to be a hacker as much as I believe my physical appearance to resemble Thor. 
Like it is, it is so unbelievable so, oh, that he's yeah. a hacker in this movie. You're saying it's unlikely. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's wholly unbelievable. He looks, he does look like a, like a 14 year old in this. movie. Yeah, well, he looked like a 14 year old until like last year. That's true. He was pretty buff in MacGruber. Oh yeah, he's he's getting it going on in MacGruber. Yeah, well, you know, that's probably the best movie he's ever been in. Yeah, right? I'm not a, I'm not a big Gosford Park fan. <laughs> I forgot he's in that movie. Yeah, you know, I like that movie. I think I kind of like MacGruber more. Yeah. Take that, the ghost of Robert Altman. <laughs> so who else? We got? we got Rachel Lee Cook in this movie. She's a co-worker of his. He goes to work for this company. This, this like, non-Jack Black guy who kind You're of right. becomes, like, the heavy and the later in the movie. I think he was on Reaper for yes, a while. Tyler was. Labine. Mm. He's in that Tucker versus Dale versus Evil movie, am I correct? Or Tucker and Dale versus Evil? I think that's him. Tyler Labine, again, is the actor's name. So Labine. He, he's given him a tour, and he's like, hey, man, this is how cool it is. This is where the, uh, there's, this is where the uh, daycare center is. This is where, he's like, oh, man, Rachel Lee Cook looked at you. She never looks at any of us. And it's like this weird, like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and then Ryan Phillippe's like, yeah, well, I have a girlfriend, so... Uh, and yes, she does have a real American accent. <laughs> Just shut up about it. <laughs> Stop asking. <laughs> you see sort of like right away like how this is like in physical appearance, mm-hmm. Tim Robbins is supposed to look like Bill Gates. Yeah. In like execution, this dude is Steve Jobs. Yes. He, he doesn't believe in open systems. He doesn't want any modifications to any of his stuff. He's yeah. Like, a like a lot of, of flying off the handle, like coworkers and whatnot. A lot of him yelling at these two poor sad sack lawyers in this movie. Just like three or four scenes of these people getting chewed right out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the best scenes of the movie, probably. You know, it's also getting chewed out. Pringles, because he fucking <laughs> loves yeah. Pringles. Oh like, man! So on, on Ron Phillippe's first day, he comes over and he's like, "Hey man, you want to come to my office? I'll show you some cool stuff." And he shows him like his whole satellite lo- hookup and whatever. And he's like, "Yeah, it's pretty awesome, right?" And he, Tim Robbins, is shoving Pringles into his face, and what, it's what, plain what? Pringles, by the way. Yeah, you couldn't even bother to get a sour cream and onion in there, even with the original flavor. Once you <laughs> pop, man. You can't stop. He hasn't been able to stop since like the early 80s, I guess. Just eating these fucking Pringles. Skid Row looking for your fix. (laughs) Fear. Yeah. Well, it's ridiculous. Like, Tim Robbins is going really over the top in this movie. Like, he's shoving these Pringles into his mouth, and there's like Pringles getting (laughs) stuck to his face, and he's like, I love this job. (laughs) You're just like, Jesus Christ. You're getting paid at least a million dollars to eat Pringles right now in front of this camera. The amount of pounds he must have packed on from those Pringles, man. (laughs) And all the Pepsi? Someone needed to book a trip to the dentist after all this. (laughs) So it's like, basically, here's what's basically going on in this movie. Tim Robbins kind of has a Hank Scorpio plan. Yes. And it's like, everybody's got to do their part to get this satellite system online or something. It's a media sharing thing, but it's like directly through satellites. And it seems like like you can turn your shitty 90s flip phone into an iPhone. Like you can right. play videos on it, and I It's guess. like all your PDAs and TVs and every single thing that has a computer in it. Right. Will be able to sync to a program called Synapse. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, this is just getting it, ready to blow minds, man. And what its purpose is, no one really knows. <laughs> Nobody, the movie doesn't like, know. What the fuck is this? I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, it's the MacGuffin of the movie. Yeah, but 
tell us some sort of intention, right? Like, it, it, Tim Robbins is the bad guy in this movie. It's no surprise, right? So, like, maybe it's some sort of devious thing where he's going to, I don't know, I mean, steal all the world's credit card information. Like, so, anything. Or like, just what anything. Is, but what is the consumer, like, need for this? Pro, well, this, I, think, I think it's basically like you can share videos and take videos or right. something. It's like he's inventing YouTube and sending YouTubes to people. <laughs> I or, guess so. I don't know. But I, we, guess, I guess it is like I mean, this, listen, this, this movie was ahead of its time. This it, movie invented yeah. YouTube and, and smartphones. So uh, Ryan Phillippe's part is super. The funny thing is, like, he's like this doubted out programmer. This guy's leaving at five o'clock every day. Like uh, Tim Robbins, the whole point is like Tim Robbins like overestimated the date. He's like, it's got to be June fifteenth, and that's a really short amount of time to make it live. He's like, we'll figure it out, man. And his, his like kind of mantra is, I don't care. There's no such thing as a problem. Right. Be, get creative. Sheer right. will. Yeah. Sheer, the, the triumph of the will of this fella <laughs> will make it happen. But I mean, like, he's, like, Philip, he's leaving at 5 o'clock. He's taking an hour for lunch. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you're eating those Pringles and drinking that Pepsi at that desk <laughs> till 3 a.m., asshole. Now get coding. Even at, like, one point, like, later in, later in the movie, like, he comes over to Philippi's desk and, like, Philippi's doing some nefarious shit. And he's like... Oh, still here, huh? I'm like, yeah, of course he is. Yeah, he why did it say deadline? Hey, Tim Robbins, why aren't you pissed off that the rest of the office is dark right now? Yeah, there's a deadline here. This like but global that was, phenomenon that you're starting. That was a really creepy hour, though, right? Yeah. It was like three twenty in the morning. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's like weird, man. That's like, why is he there? Why would Bill Gates be wandering the halls if if not? I don't know what he's doing there, right? Besides, like putting his pubes on shit. <laughs> Like what could he be doing there? That's listen. That's a real power play. I think. I think it's most real, people do it. It's like ass pennies. It's, you have to. The problem is like you know that he does that. He's your boss. You yeah. get to your desk and there's like just pubes on your keyboard. You just brush them off. You know it, and you're just like, I have to move on. You're keeping a lot of canned air at, at the office. Is what you're doing. <laughs> just blowing pubes off your keyboard every morning. No, like, no, no canned air. You have to touch it. You got to touch it. You got to brush it off. Put you can't you just leave. Touch it. <laughs> you touch that napkin, you're fired. <laughs> hey, Ryan Phillippe, you got change for a dime. <laughs> so, I mean, like, basically, uh, uh, Ryan Phillippe checks in with his friend. He's like, yeah, you know, Teddy, he's like, everything's going well. I'm working on my own deadline. I've got this cool code, blah, blah, blah. Can't wait to show it to you. Talk to you later. The next day, Teddy is... Bat shit murdered by baseball bats. By baseball bats and the, the people bat- holding baseball bats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, dude, it's like just an Joe army Pesci of <laughs> in casino. <laughs> Dominic, if a if an army of uh, 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 moving baseball bats, like <laughs> animated baseball bats, just wait, wait. beat this guy to death. Are you talking about the Clone Wars? <laughs> Well, I was I was thinking more uh, Fantasia. Yeah, yeah. If oh. all the if all the broomsticks or mops <laughs> mop handles came together and beat this dude to death, that would be at Burton World. That <laughs> <laughs> would be at Burton World, actually. Well, this is after this dude Teddy has said that Tim Robbins is like the Third Reich. By the way, well, because yeah, like yeah, he's like, throwing he, that around. He's like, oh, he's always stealing people's code and blah blah blah. There's, like, and, you know, Philip is like, there's no proof of that. And like a couple of times <laughs> early in the movie. Uh, Tim Robbins is like, hey, man, I just found this new code. He's like, oh, cool. Where'd you get this? He's like, don't worry about it. It's just going to make your job so much easier. Yeah. And he uses it. So Teddy's got this new thing. He's like, yeah, I made a great breakthrough. And then like these two dudes, Jack Black and other guy, beat the shit out of him till he's dead. They spray paint 
a racial epithet on the wall uh-huh. called die Asian slur. Yeah, just uh-huh. and then Chinese they, slur. We'll, we'll go even that far. And it's Isn't like that specific. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 what it's what they do is frame this this skinhead group. That's been in the like in the, like, uh, the run- Ar- yeah the Aryan Brothers. Oh, are you not familiar with their work? <laughs> I, uh, I I don't have a lot of information on them. I know nothing about them. I don't know what they said about me. That's good uh, uh, for court purposes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like Tim Robbins' like network is like blaming this Portland area hate group right. that's been going around like. Apparently, it's their mo to leave that exact. Yeah, like they slur they did on it on like walls. a storefront and things like that. So right. these these innocent skinheads like go down. <laughs> like this is this is kind of like a Robin Hood uh, situation no, of are, some kind. What? No, they're innocent skinheads. Well, but they've committed other similar crimes. They committed hate crimes. They didn't kill anyone. <laughs> I don't think. Well, so this dude's murdered and cut to some of the worst acting in the movie. Ryan Philippi talking to one of those two white guys after the funeral. I think it's Nate Dishku at this point. Is it? I, I sure? couldn't tell. I, I, they all look the same. You know, maybe they, maybe they got too close and they merged. Oh, shit. They <laughs> time cut. Yeah, same space can't occupy the same manner. Mm, you know what? Checks out. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, did you at least get to talk to Teddy at some point? Yes, I did. I called him the other day on the phone. Yes, he told me he was very happy that you called and spoke and made up. Yes, I'm glad I am too, especially considering he's dead. <laughs> and you're just like, man, look at these two robots acting in this movie. And the best thing is he's like, yes, also, by the way, he did say that he was very close to a breakthrough. He said, <laughs> the answer is not in the band. It's not in the box. It's in the band. It's not in the box. It's in the band. So I mean, what does that exactly mean? I don't know. Just I, a bunch of hacker horse shit. Something about broadband, I feel. Um, like the box maybe is the computer. Oh, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> All right, I got you. You know what? Hashtag who cares? <laughs> Hashtag three liberal arts degrees. Uh, that's what that gets you. Yeah, you so just certain. don't know how the world works, but you know how to go on Twitter and talk about it. <laughs> There's I'm a great... lecture you on it. Don't worry. <laughs> Dude, speaking of going on Twitter, there's a great part in this movie where Tim Robbins is talking about how the world hates him. Yeah. And how all like these hackers hate him and oh, shit. shit. And he's just like <laughs> he's like, Yeah, say whichever you you know, they say whatever they want about me. It doesn't bother me. But digitizing my wife's face on a porn star's body, now that's taking it too far. That's a nineties problem. That's what we were doing <laughs> in the nineties. Right, yeah. <laughs> So um, the next day, um, uh, Philippines at, his, at, 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 at lunch again, taking a fucking full hour at lunch. Dude, at least it's an on-campus lunch. Him and Rachel Lee Cook are going to this coffee shop a couple times a week. Yeah, it's a real you've got mail. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a cyber thriller. That's a that's cyber a, thriller. It's an erotic cyber. <laughs> Wait, that's not, a, that's not a thriller at all. It's just a cyber erotica. <laughs> There's nothing really sexy about that. They movie. don't fuck. I mean, I'm sure they eventually. Will eventually yeah. yeah, when like Tom, it's a sweet fucking doll. Tom Hanks like puts her bookstore out of business or something. Yeah, it's a real sweet fuck. <laughs> that's when that's when nice people engage in intercourse and yeah, like, like, like real people. <laughs> no, real people are monsters. <laughs> 
So uh, the <laughs> next day, Tim Robbins right. is like, hey, man, I found one more code for you. It's pretty sweet. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, uh, by the way, is this too early? I know your friend's dead. He's like, no, no, it'll help me get my mind off. And he's like, oh, okay, your face isn't registering any grief, so I'll just sit down. <laughs> and he's like, isn't it? No, it's not. Um, he said, act, kid. It's called acting. Tim Robbins, <laughs> boom. No, hey, right. pretend you're upset about something. <laughs> How about this? Make the face you'd make if I told you you're fired from this film. <laughs> there it is. Roll it. So uh, he sits down. He's like, and I, interesting thing is it wasn't in the box. It was in the band. And like, this is my favorite part of the movie. Oh, like, it's awesome. Because it's like, you know, we're doing an extreme close up on him. And like, it's th- not just an extreme close up. It's a dolly zoom. It's a Hitchcock vertigo shot. And his face is like, oh, oh, oh. and then now we have to be replayed the the f- last forty minutes of this inane fucking movie, almost where, in its entirety. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm, it's like I'm Claire Ferlani, I'm Rachel Lee Cook, I'm Tim Robbins, and like they go through the whole fucking thing all over again. Working for the Third Reich, are you? Not taking that phone call. It's Not on the rail. It's in the band. Lisa, Lisa needs, needs braces. braces. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and dental plan. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, uh, like he does this great silent scream, which the is my silent favorite. Silent scream, and it's awesome because in reality he's just staring at Tim Robbins. So this is all in his head. This is how his head's feeling. Silent scream. Dandy Warhols. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's their third album. Silent, silent scream. <laughs> Not really. And it's like. Okay, I have to go work on your program now. I'll see you at lunch two, <laughs> which is after lunch one, but before lunch three. Wow. I didn't want you to think I meant lunch T-O-O also. He has a lot of lunches. Is he a hobbit? <laughs> All they're doing is eating Pringles and fucking around in the cafeteria in this movie. No wonder this thing is not on track for deadline. You should quickly mention that uh, Richard Roundtree is in this movie. Yes, Shaft himself is in this film. Richard Roundtree will be in your movie. No, you know what? No matter what it is, just if there's a That's good true. hotel, if there's a good hotel situation <laughs> and craft services is pretty organized, <laughs> Richard Roundtree will do your movie. He's playing like um, some. Uh, the uh, Department of Justice, like I don't know if it's an attorney or an investigator. I of think some he's sort. A, he's an investigator for the DOJ. Yeah, is the idea. He's looking around. Oh, hmm. Shaft was uh, kind of a investigator. Yeah, dude. Um, so <laughs> he actually at one point offers Ryan Philippe a job. Yeah, to come work for the Department of Justice. Now, what I didn't understand about that. Was that just like a straight up working for the DOJ, or was it like being a mole inside Tim Robbins? I, no, I think he. It's a, it's a real job. It's forty two thousand dollars a year. You and, come and in and you blah, get blah, a blah. Buick. Yeah. Oh and right, like, he's gonna get a company car, dude. Pretty cool. I mean, and all, I, you know, right out of college, that salary is forty two k. Yeah, pretty sweet. Two thousand one money before the fucking bottom fell out. Holy oh, Christ! Yeah, you could be living like an emperor. Oh. He's living in Portland. Holy fuck! That's good living. That is. Fantastic. Oh, speaking of which, I, I <laughs> forgot about this. I wanted to mention this from the start. Uh-huh. Tim Robbins yeah. lives in what I would call a future castle. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's this stone castle. parapets and, like, clear walkways. This castle should be in the clouds. paintings left and right that changed. Based on who is there and what their favorite music and art is. And what their mood is currently. Oh, yeah. So apparently Ryan Phillippe's mood is always like Mortal Kombat porn? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's a blank canvas. The thing just turns off. 
I can't <laughs> read you. It looks like deviant art. It, it does. It's like it's all like these ladies getting strangled. Am I and nuts? They, they're all like puckering their mouth at you. Yeah. It's well, weird. I thought those were supposed to be like mad things because it turns out in that scene you're referencing. Tim Robbins is like standing there being mad at him. Oh, I see. Because he's like hacking into his computer. No, it, lo- it looks like DeviantArt Mortal Kombat porn, which I'm sure exists. Oh, of course it exists. Mortal Kombat porn drawings <laughs> have to exist. Just look at oh, them. Look you, at those gameplay characters. Is there any like a Goro and that other monster going at it? Sure. Oh, oh sure. Shiva for sure, yeah. Absolutely, dude. Oh, or maybe Goro Kintaro, where are those arms going? Look at all those hands. They're going everywhere. <laughs> there's there's Mortal Kombat sex LARPing, I guarantee you. Really? A lot of like, get over here. Wait, do you have <laughs> but they're a... like dancing while they're doing that. You got an address on this? I don't. But honey, I'm... honey, I'm going to put on all the air conditioners. It's going to be sub-zero tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like six different air conditioners. <laughs> all right, I'll turn on the oven. Get ready for Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my favorite two to fight. Oh yeah, that's and, yeah, and whatever else. Then and whatever else happens, happens. Man. <laughs> they, if they kiss, they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> they happen to kiss. So yeah. So oh man, my fetish is coming into into the room and two people are having sex, yelling yeah. toasty, and then running out. <laughs> <laughs> no sex occurs. I'm a noob cybot. I, I'm a, I, yeah. I, yeah, that's that's my move. You're it? just like a sexual prankster. <laughs> I dress all in black and I go, Krusty! No, oh, I know he did it again. Oh, now it's gone. <laughs> oh man! God damn it! Oh, damn you, noob cybot! <laughs> wow, that might actually work for me. Hey, yeah. speaking of fucking, just tell me when. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> all right, we got to schedule it out. <laughs> Wait, so speaking of fucking, uh-huh. one of my favorite parts of this movie is like. He's laying in bed. It's like he he's given like a, a hiring packet, <laughs> oh, this is my like all this shit, including like a book that Tim Robbins has written. It's like a book on CD. So mm-hmm. cut to one night after like his first day of work, and and Ryan Phillippe he's like laying in bed and he's listening to this Tim Robbins. Ironically, it sounds a lot like Tony Robbins bullshit motivational whatever. And he's listening to it, and Claire Forlani comes in like, "Hey, baby," and like he won't take the headphones off and whatever, and she's like, "Uh." Excuse me, I'm I'm a a year two thousand Claire Forlani, and I would like to have intercourse with you. And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And he just like puts the headphones around his neck, and it's like, "Yeah, baby, let's fuck while my boss's audiobook is playing." <laughs> yeah, Whoa. it's also weird because he's like reading the audiobook, right. like the, the disc jacket, like yeah. uh huh, uh huh. He's kind of like <laughs> into what Gar- Gary's vibe there, right? Yeah, he's kind of getting it. He's kind of getting it. He like, I'm surprised they didn't make love in this film. <laughs> I'm sure there's deviant art of Tim Robbins and Ryan Phillippe making love. <laughs> there needs to be. And if not, hey, we're looking for some. <laughs> Antitrust LARPing or whatever happens. Uh, do you know how you can tell that where they work in this movie is a pretty hip office space? How's that? Because on the wall, they have both snow and skateboards hanging Oh, everywhere. yeah. Whatever the mood strikes you, brother. Dude, there is just a wall of them, like, organized by color, and it's just hip as shit. Okay, so, uh, Philippi comes home, and he's yes. like, oh, my God. Uh, Claire Forlani, uh, they killed Teddy. Oh, my God, they killed Teddy, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, my teddy bear. <laughs> and she, she's like, oh, my God, you're yelling like a madman. You're like a madman right now. I'm an American woman. 
<laughs> and uh, basically, they hatch a plan to make a pipe bomb. I don't know which. It, it, it's done over like cool music. So you don't know, A, who suggested a pipe bomb? B, who knows how to make a pipe bomb? It's ridiculous. He's bought like a little chemistry set. Yeah. And I'd never seen this movie before. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what are they building? A bomb? Cut to them holding a bomb. And I was like, oh. I'm sorry, movie. Stop reading my thoughts. And without getting too uh, uh, micro on this, there's a, there's a building that isn't complete that he thinks is where all the surveillance is happening. Building Shh. 21. Building Ooh. 21. And he's like, oh, that's where it is because no one's allowed in there and they're, they're bullshitting us. That's where all the secrets are. So he puts mm-hmm. a bomb, blah, blah, blah. So much of this movie is the will they, won't they get caught bullshit, that, like the, which is the most least effective thrill a movie can give me because I know it's going to work. Like, right. someone's typing on a computer and, like, someone's away from their office and then they're going to come back and, like, they drop their keys and it's like, is he going to get there in time? Of course. Of every course time he's going to get there in time. And the way they're going to cut it, it's like, there's. it looks like there's no way that he's going to do this in time because he's right. still working and the dude's, like, at the door and then they, like, open and it's like... <laughs> Yeah, you know Ryan Phillippe's like, was there a problem, officer? And it's like, I know, I know it's gonna be okay. It, it, that happened six to eight times in this. That's film. like all this movie. Is, <laughs> but how stupid is this character that Ryan Phillippe's playing though? Because like, you're at this like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs esque facility, and there's you know that there's cameras everywhere, and yeah. he's just like running around this campus, no hoodie on or anything. It's like. Do, you know you're being filmed. He's putting bombs in this place. It's so aggravating. And they have to, in the bomb part, like they go and investigate it. And this head of security, who's a big joke because he's just like a working class guy. Yeah. And they're all like, he's like an ex-cop. His name is Bob. Yeah. And Bob, the head of security, is like, hey, someone put a pipe bomb in here or something. It looks pretty dangerous. And then like Tim Robbins, like two goon head hackers one of which is the dude who's wearing the fatigues on seinfeld yep. that's working <laughs> yes. with elaine he's yes. also he also plays i think he's like a dentist or something in ed wood that becomes the body double for bella lugosi after he dies speaking oh. of burton world <laughs> oh really oh that's dude that would be another attraction of burton world yeah bella lugosi impersonating <laughs> you get to you get to be filmed as if you're in plan nine they put the yeah. the cape up totally yeah. cool i'd do that Get edited into Plan Nine. Yeah, why boy. not? Why so the that dude, fuck not <laughs> that Come dude down to Burton World. Why the fuck not? <laughs> I'll be there. I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his magic castle. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's kind of like a little dilapidated, like kind of like Ed, Ed, Edward Scissorhands. Oh yeah, it would look like a little. There's like oh, like dude. holes in the 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 roof and whatnot. Dude, you can go in in Burton World. There's like an area where all the houses <laughs> look like the video game Paperboy, <laughs> and you can go get your hair cut by a guy with scissor hands. Got a sign, dude. You got to sign a waiver. You might die. We're not responsible for nicks and cuts in Burton World. <laughs> get ready for. Come on down to Burton World now, offering Helena Bonham bumper cars. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're here, check out the Big Fish Aquarium. <laughs> and before you ask, no, there's nothing to do with Batman here because we couldn't license any of it. 
And, wow. and, and don't worry, all of the ushers are Johnny Depp. <laughs> we, we, and all the waiters at the restaurants and cafes of Burton World will be dressed like Pee Wee Herman, guaranteed. We also have a recreation of the Alamo. No, Pee Wee's bike's not there, man. <laughs> Keep looking. Uh, just on a scale of 1 to 10, what did you guys think of Helena Bottom bumper cars? Because I thought it was an 11. I was really holding on to that one. That's a With good all my, all right, all right. I appreciate it. Right, thank God. All right, good. I thought you were going to say Helena Bottom bumper stickers at the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> it also works. Is it with her as an ape? <laughs> it's just all the different characters she's played. Oh. Come be an ape in my Planet of the Apes <laughs> auditorium. Ook, ook, man. <laughs> Read the other scripts. And no, I never I never stole from Kevin Smith. Also, Kevin Smith isn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kevin Smith's allowed. No fat people in general. <laughs> no, no. Unless you look like Otho. <laughs> you, there... you must be this Otho to take the ride. <laughs> Wasn't there at some point somewhere a Beetlejuice stage show? Wasn't that a thing? I don't know. Maybe. If not, there should be. Yeah, right? I'd go watch a Beetlejuice show. I would. I mean, think of a Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if I had a dime for every time I confused smash Broadway musical Hamilton with Beetlejuice. You know, if you look at the life... Of Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> it's kind of as fantastical as a Beetlejuice. <laughs> like, that guy really l- had some amazing life. <laughs> oh, so antitrust. Um, oh, another very important plot point in this movie. There's a lot we're missing. Ryan <laughs> Philippi, deathly allergic to sesame seeds. That's so stupid. <laughs> and I know you're out there, but are you? <laughs> <laughs> Some of you are, but no, I'm sure I, you are. But you know what? No one's making a movie about you. Exactly, and it, they shouldn't. In the beginning, him and Claire Falani are out to dinner, and like he's he gets some role, and he's like talking to Tim Robbins. He's like, "Oh, he's so great! It's amazing! I love it there." And he grabs this role, and she goes, "Honey, sesame seeds!" And he goes, "Oh, thanks, babe. I was totally ignoring that. It's awesome. I was the- ignoring my allergy for a minute." She grabs it from him like she's yelling at a dog, and it's just like, <laughs> "No." And she like grabs the roll out of his hand and just sesame seed. Stupid. She hits him on the nose with a newspaper. <laughs> you don't get this. And then she just she just eats it in front of him. All oh, these sesame seeds really make this roll. It's delicious. Oh now that's my fetish. <laughs> Claire Forlani eating sesame rolls in front of you. Wait. And then I go, Toasty! <laughs> Where's the DeviantArt page of that? <laughs> um, no, so anyways, um, basically there's, he thinks it's this one room, this one building, but oh my God, it's actually in this ridiculous daycare center they have, which is really dangerous. There's a lot of jagged edges and like keyboard centric things going yeah. on. My question was, is it like a front? Are they just like, like bussing kids into this well, thing and just they, making them sit in a pen or something? See, not Jack Black mentions it towards the start of the movie. That's the like, man's name is Tyler Labine. Right, he has okay. an identity. So Mr. Bean <laughs> says... Close enough. <laughs> says that. <laughs> the daycare center... It's like, not, none of the geeks even have kids. That's for like the stupid clerks and accounting people. Oh, right. It's where so, all the plebes take their children. Exactly. So I think the idea there is that no one with 
a brain would ever enter that building <laughs> to 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 unearth the evil conspiracy. Effort. I see. Yeah. So the evil conspiracy is he goes in there, he hacks the net. And he finds it's a hardcore net hack, man. It is. And also, it's these, a righteous hack. It's, it's a fairly <laughs> this is righteous like, this hack. Is, I, think, I think he's hacking a Gibson Dude, here. Dude, he I mean, knocked this, that Gibson on its ass. This is a Bill Gates-esque figure. You know he's got a couple Gibsons. Sure. So he finds <laughs> out not only Bill Gates has been, or, or ta- Gary, Gar- Gary, I don't know. Gary whatever, has been... Surveilling all of the hackers in the world, it seems. Okay, yeah. now this is where it gets really dumb. Because <laughs> this is not only just surveilling the hackers of the world. Like, I know you at home are probably thinking, if you haven't seen the film, oh, he's just hacking everyone and seeing what they're doing. No, 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 no. One of his goons goes to every single hacker's house in the world or coder or programmer's house in the everybody, world. Everybody, everybody. And puts up a physical fucking camera yep. in their room, specifically aimed at their computer monitor. Yep. So that he can see what they're doing, Eric. That makes perfect sense. And they scan it and they steal the code from their monitors through the camera. <laughs> I think also part of this, though, is... They're being surveilled at their office. Like these, yes. I think some of these people they do have files on all these hackers, but some of the people are people like at their desks at, at Gatesland. Okay, but like some of these people are definitely at home. There's a oh guy, yeah, there's the, one guy with a nice fedora. All around the all, <laughs> all around the world, statues crumble for you. Yes. <laughs> Where was Sugar Ray in this movie? How the fuck did you beef that antitrust soundtrack? I'm sure they had some darker tunes. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. The uh, negotiations with Sugar Ray uh, fell through. We're going to have to go with Everclear. What the fuck? I hate Art Alexakis. All right, fine. But he can't sing about his dad. They're all about his dad. What do you want the guy to sing about? Come this Saturday to Burton World, where we'll feature musical guest Sugar Ray. <laughs> so, but uh, and then he finds out that he was being surveilled. He finds out uh, through hyperlink Asian slur or die Asian slur. <laughs> he gets the video of Teddy's death, and it's like, why would you have a hyperlink to somebody's death? Ever. Well, it's actually like he clicks on it and it's like, mm, that file's been deleted. So then he does his little. What you just did is way more intricate. He writes forward slash restore video. <laughs> yeah, it's that easy. <laughs> and he watches his friend just get murdered. And it's awesome. His again, my Lord, everyone is terrible in this movie. Right. And his... it was Mr. Bean that killed him. <laughs> It's Mr. Bean. What was the murder? Quentin Labine? Tyler. Tyler Labine. He beats him to death by smothering a turkey over his head and kills him. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He's showing a teddy bear the crime scene. (laughs) This, no, when he sees the video, Ryan Phillippe's reaction is just, oh. It's just this, like, quarter orgasm. Like, ah. It's like when you, ah. Imagine looking at your bank account and finding you have 38 less dollars. That's the face you would make. Like, oh, what? Oh, yeah, I did go to the bar last. Oh, you're right. Am I missing $38? Um, the other hyperlink he finds, he's going through all these employee files. There's so many good finds in this scene. He, finds, he goes into Rachel Lee Cook's file, hyperlink molested as a child. 
Oh man! And it's what just, in the world is this doing <laughs> you, in this movie? You uh, don't want to click on that. It's this whole thing where like her dad is arrested, and there's like there's footage, there's his arrest or footage yeah. somehow. It's, it's outrageous, and it's just he reads her whole file. He also reads uh, Claire Forlani's file. Spoiler alert: her real name is like Rebecca something. Rebecca or Paul or something. <laughs> yeah, when she was pl- she she said her name was Alice. Oh, which right. is there. Yeah, there you go. And apparently, like she was some like car criminal or something, and they expunged her record. And like basically they hired her. She, how is any of this economically viable? Like, you know what I mean? Like, He's just a billionaire. Pay these, pay these people. Be like, hey, <laughs> can you help me with my fucking thing? Here's a lot of money. As opposed to, like, having goods all throughout the country, changing these. Someone has to change these surveillance things. Physically change these cameras. <laughs> if you move your monitor too far to the right, oh, got to have uh, uh, Tyler Labine make a, make a geek squad run. <laughs> No, maybe they are like posing as you know Best Buy. Well, no, because hackers wouldn't need those people to set no, up. No, shit. So, and you know what? You're right. It makes no sense. Right. It, it's super criminals breaking into your house mm-hmm. at all hours and putting mm-hmm. in these like little you know like spy cameras. Well, like I said, it's a Hank Scorpio thing, man. Yeah. Like th- just the 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 resources are just endless, <laughs> endless for this plan. But- all to make <laughs> this sort of satellite YouTube thing. Here's the problem: there's so much that's being invested in this. For something that's not a sinister thing that would harm humanity. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you're doing right. all this shit because you're going to build a super laser, totally understandable. Or like like there's like a, a nefarious reason. Like, like yeah, I'm, I'm making everything into a smart tablet and everyone's going to have a video. Yeah. But then it's mind control or something. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's basically like inventing Kazaa. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> cool. Wow. You better murder people for that, Tim Robbins. People, a lot of people lost their lives due to Kazaa. <laughs> but like, the funny thing, like, how, much, how much do you have to pay Claire Forlani or how much do you have to pay to like expunge someone's record and shit? Well, how much of that do you think is like blackmail in some yeah. way? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we'll do this. If you help us out. So there might, like with Claire Forlani, maybe there's not a money thing. Maybe there's no transaction. But he's also killing people left and right in this movie. There's yeah. like a car accident. There's there's Teddy. There's other people. Everyone's, and like he's, he's yeah. all set up to kill Ryan Phillippe. Like, I'm sure anyone who's a billionaire has killed at least one person. You just can't, like, you, <laughs> yeah. it's impossible to be, to get a billion dollars in this country and not have, have to be directly involved with somebody's death. I get Donald that. Trump is responsible for several deaths and probably more to come. Bill Gates, you know, everybody, they've like, all, just, they're just, all, they've all killed people. Just, just one or, but one or two, that's the thing. Right. And it, you, you keep know, it to a low, manageable number. But it's not like, they're not like surveillancing them forever. It's just, you know, you know, it's someone like personal to get, or it's like a thrill-seeking type yeah, of thing. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Well, just like you get like just one little juicy like little bit on somebody, and then you're right. out of there. You know, or you like the, that one guy has a great idea, so you kill him and you start the company. Then you got money; you don't have to kill anymore. Yeah, Mark Cuban has killed like six people. Like not <laughs> yeah. not, not, not that he, many. He drops him. He he drops him in that shark tank. <laughs> That's how and people then Robert Urchevek eats them. That's how people should get kicked off that show. You literally get dropped into a shark tank yeah, and destroyed. It. Hey, look, you want to be a millionaire? Cool. You might die though. There's a there's there is a Bond villain that does that. Can't recall which one at the moment. Um, but like that's 
There needs to be some kind of nefarious something or other, not we're getting Napster off the ground. <laughs> so uh, the next phase of the movie is like Ryan Phillippe goes to the Justice Department, and also the Justice Department is in on it. Yeah, Richard he's, Roundtree's crooked. He's wearing a Spawn t-shirt, by the way. Who, this. Richard Roundtree? Oh, no, I wish. Ah, <laughs> uh, can I wear this Spawn t-shirt I brought from home? Where, who's wearing a Spawn t-shirt? Ryan Phillippe. Oh, is he really? Yeah, it's, oh. it's really lame. That would have been way better. Can you imagine Richard Roundtree? He's got like a, a sharp pair of Slacks on a nice blazer, some polished shoes, and a Spawn T-shirt. He's the he's the cool cop. I would love it, but the way that he that he finds out that that Roundtree is crooked is oh yeah, he's like going through that database of everyone's murder and molestation videos, <laughs> murder and, or molestation. Depending. And, uh, speaking of which, there's a great line earlier in the film where where uh, Gary's complaining that like why he's being investigated. He's like. It's not like we're strip mining or, or making kitty porn. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing because I was like, you went right to child pornography. Yep, like pretty quick, pal. Well, it turns out he's got all these molestation files. So <laughs> in those files, it's like like some of the info was like gathered by like code name ND47. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes to Roundtrees to, to, to tattle on Gary and he sees like... In his office, there's like a, he was like a Notre Dame football player yes. or something. So yep. it's like his number was like 47. So I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm putting it together. <laughs> and so then like <laughs> Richard Roundtree comes in to be like, did you have something to tell me? <laughs> and he's like, nope. <laughs> and like Claire Forlani's like, hey, why did you go to the Justice Department? <laughs> and she's like, well, oh, I wanted to see, check on Teddy's Killers, blah, blah, blah. He, he enlists Rachel Lee Cook because he thinks she's one of the good guys. Oh, right, and right, he's right. Like, and the way he gains her trust is really creepy. Like, she's like, he's like, oh, my God, Gary knows everything, blah, 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 blah. I saw these files, and she's like, that's crazy. I, I, don't, want, I don't want to risk my job. And he's like, Rachel, I know what they did to you, and I know why you don't go, you won't let anyone get too close. And her answer should be, fuck you, and like walk out of the movie. But instead, she's like, oh my God, you're right. She's like, you must have seen my molestation. Why does she have a. Uh huh. There's some... no video of her getting molested. No, 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 no. But some movies just don't need child molestation even mentioned. Sure. And one of which well, being a 90s cyber thriller that was made inexplicably <laughs> in the year 2001. Well, also, uh, Throwing that fact around as a recruiting tool. <laughs> like, oh, you don't want to come take down this company? Well, I know you got molested. That's right. You do want to work with me. Like, where's yeah, well, the that's, logic? That's what ISIS does, right? <laughs> it's just outrageous. That scene is filmed in the pouring rain. Yeah. And it kind mm -hmm. of feels like they didn't think it was going to be raining that night. <laughs> Just, just go for it. They're just getting totally douched for no reason in this scene. It's weird. <laughs> so um, uh, things get escalated. Um, later in the movie, my favorite scene of the movie is Ryan Phillippe comes home. He knows that Claire Forlani is evil. And she's like, hey, honey, I found a, a Hunan cooking book. You know how we can't go to Chinese restaurants because <laughs> you are allergic to sesame seeds? Well, this meal I'm cooking up sure as hell doesn't have sesame seeds in it. Meanwhile, 
previously he found a bag. He, by this time, he's found a bag of sesame <laughs> a seeds. A baggie of sesame seeds. <laughs> a little baggie. For a second, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, dude, what is that? Is that Coke? Is that, <laughs> well, is because she, he's, he opens a toolbox because he's like looking for... They, they get invited to this fancy-schmancy art show yeah. uh, that Tim Robbins is hosting. And he's looking for scissors because he just bought this tuxedo. The price tag's still on it. Okay. Um, and he's like, oh, I just got to get these scissors. And he opens up this toolbox and he moves it. And there's like well, a it's box. Her, it's her art supply. Oh, oh, right. It's she's not a toolbox. You're right. She's, she's an, an artist. Painter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's like a box with a huge marijuana leaf on it. And I was yeah. like, say Claire Forlani. And then he opens it up and it's like a bunch of torture tweezers <laughs> and this little baggie of sesame seeds. Like just in case, I guess. Well, that's the murder weapon, dude. Right. Because also it's in his file hyperlink allergic to sesame seeds. He <laughs> shows all of his medical records and like it looks it, like pictures of his arm like after he had eaten sesame seeds. No, it, it's an allergy test that he got done. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say it looked like uh, the gray aliens were experimenting on him. <laughs> that's what an allergy test kind of looks like. They put it. They put a sheet over your arm with like holes in it, and then oh, they creepy. they prick you with different allergens to see what like pops up. And do they probe your anus? And not the one I had done. Uh, I got the 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 lower level one. I didn't go for the deluxe gold package. <laughs> What's lower than anus? <laughs> but the line or the the line that's like written on the thing, it just says catastrophic allergy to sesame seeds. It's that bad, man. It's catastrophic. It says he might die. So he comes <laughs> home and she's like, honey, I'm hooking... And she's like, no sesame seeds. He's like, oh no, she's probably going to kill me with sesame seeds. Now my answer here is, sorry, hun, got explosive diarrhea. I'll be down for the rest of the night. You know what? Seriously, don't be afraid to pull the diarrhea card on your girlfriend. <laughs> It'll end if you want to get out of something. I mean, it's going to make shit awkward for a couple of days. But if she's a double agent anyway, fuck it. Well, what do you care? Yeah, exactly. At, you know, you don't want to be known as the boy who cried diarrhea. <laughs> After a certain point, you can't keep well, using Well, listen, it. clearly their relationship is over. Just say, sorry, babe, explosion diarrhea, and off to bed you go <laughs> to like, plot how you're going to bring down your wait. girlfriend, your series of coworkers, your megalomaniacal boss. Like, he's wait, got wait, things wait, wait, to wait. do. When you have diarrhea, you go, to, you go to bed? You should probably hopefully sleep it off if you can. I mean, maybe sleeping in the tub if that's what you're getting at. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you sleep take... in that tub. You know, like... Um, the the I would say feet to the uh, the faucet there. Uh, <laughs> and listen, this let it scene, run down the drain. Look, hun, sorry, you grab Jonathan Jonathan Franzen's the corrections, and you go to the toilet, <laughs> and you get through that novel. <laughs> sorry, hun, it's an infinite jest kind of night in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna read all the footnotes. <laughs> he said you didn't have to, but I got time. I ain't going nowhere. What's ridiculous though about this scene is like she's cooked this Chinese food and he's trying to see like he scratches his arm open with a fork and rubs some of the sauce in it and he knows that like it will take a minute for this thing to kick in and he's like oh oh babe do we have any chopsticks yeah go in the kitchen and get me some chopsticks and again this is all like He's waiting. He's looking at his watch. It's like, dude, get up and go to the bathroom. Also, just don't even leave it to chance. And he's testing it out. And she's then like, aren't you hungry? Oh, let's have some, right? And he's like, "Mm, yeah, a toast first. And he makes this bullshit toast to, like, life or the (laughs) some fucking cliche. I'm not being poisoned. Exactly. (laughs) Glug. 
I really thought the twist of this scene was she ground up those sesame seeds into that wine. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah that that would have been, been cool, pretty right? cool. And then, like, she sits on his lap and she's, like, sticking her finger in this fucking chicken sauce and, like, <laughs> sticking it in his mouth. And I'm, like, I'm sitting there. My skin's crawling because well, it's, like, shit or get off the pot with this scene. <laughs> There's no tension. I know it's not going to kill the main character with, yeah. you know, 30 minutes left of the movie. But thank God we got some sucking in. Yeah, there is there's some finger sucking, sure. Rusty, right? oh man again! <laughs> God damn it, noob! Man, noob Cybot's the worst roommate to have. <laughs> Trying to get laid, he keeps running in with that toasty gag. Why does that guy think that shit's fucking funny? <laughs> Doing it for twenty five years. Do we really have to wait till the end of the semester to kick this guy out? This guy sucks. I mean, doesn't he see the tie on the door? <laughs> So I uh, left my blue mask on the doorknob. Yeah. My, my ninja gauntlet was wrapped around the door. Um, so at some point, at this point, she says, "Like I really love you," and you, you realize that she like actually has feelings for him. And he, he it's amazing because she's not that bright. He's like, "Do you, Rebecca?" And she's like, "Yes," and she's like, "Oh shit." Man. That's my fake name. And what this movie starts doing, like, right from here, and it's like, cry me a fucking river, <laughs> is, like, try to reposition it so she's not an evil double aging, yeah. you know, and, like, make you feel for her. And, like, the end of the movie, <sighs> you know, whatever, all is said and done, and it's like, everybody's getting arrested but her. Yeah. And she's like, you know, Ryan Phillippe, not all of it was lies. And he's like, I know. And it's like happy music. And she drives off. I'd be like, go screw. Like, kiss my ass. Yeah. Get arrested. You're also implicated. You're at least an accomplice to my best friend's brutal murder. Totally. And he's this in this movie, like, he has totally forgiven her. And yeah. it's complete bullshit. So the last act is really like he's got he's made he's burned some CDs with all this footage on it of all of like the murders and stuff. Dude, there is a red hot CD burning action montage in this movie. <laughs> I was, was at the edge of my seat. I got to say this movie made me feel a lot of nostalgia and at the same time like how did I ever live through this? <laughs> Dude, I said the same thing last night. I was like the 2000s were a terrible time. Think, it was yeah. a bit of a nightmare, for sure. The early 2000s, the man, my goodness. Worst time in history. <laughs> and uh, he's got some uh, hard metal CD jewel cases. That I never saw. Well, were those you're, not making, you're not making the money. Oh, like this guy's making you're the right. Gary you know money. What? I wasn't making Hacker Gary money. <laughs> this, is, this is nerve money. <laughs> <laughs> N-U-R-V. Which is also... Which is their Microsoft stand-in. This could be a really great name for, like, an energy drink. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Nerve. Pound some nerve. Get your nerve up. Nerve red wave. Now in blue wave. <laughs> <laughs> we got tired of just the red wave. Now it's blue. Well, Why it's, are like there... code, it's like code red. I, yeah. That's what I was going to get at. Why yeah. are there multiple Mountain Dew flavors? Why do we live in that society? The idea that because I... people use computers. Yeah. <laughs> what people, people get jacked up? Listen, man. you're not. You don't understand it, brah. You're not a gamer, <laughs> all right? You're not a gamer. It's not just gamers. It's literally anyone that you're eats not, a Taco no. Bell. You're not a computer guy. Computer guys get that flavor. What? Code Red? Sure. Well, right? who's Baja Blast for? <laughs> that I do not know. <laughs> like, I don't need to drink turquoise soda. No, I think only uh, Lou Vega gets Baja Blast. 
Sorry, that's only Mr. Bega's soda. <laughs> but I'm at a It's taco also known bell. as a number Give five. Give me a number five. <laughs> there it is. I'm sorry, a what? Oh, sorry, a mambo number five. <laughs> yeah, and now he's going to list women. <laughs> the creepiest thing you could do in a song. Could you put a little Jessica in my gordita and make it fast? I have to go. That's early 2000s, the worst, the nadir of American it, it culture. Is. Do right you remember? There. That wasn't on... in the 90s? No, no, that was the, it the, was it was the early aughts. Er, very, very early, if that. I, and I remember he went on uh, uh, Jason Leno's show. That's what the astounding thing is at the end of this movie, is it's a freeze frame on three smiling white guys and you're just like all right so what, what whatever is you so say aggravating antitrust one of them works at a public access studio and he's like all right me and rachel lee cook who i'm sure is the good guy here uh <laughs> is gonna come with me and we're gonna play all this stuff over the we're gonna hack into his satellite righteous fucking public access oh, hack man yeah, dude this is like that like that dude in the in the early 90s or 80s that hacked into all those TV networks as Max Headroom. <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's pretty fucking wild. Wait, wait, wait. That's a real story? Yeah. There's someone actually interrupted a broadcast. I think it was maybe WGN or something. Uh-huh. And um, he was like pretending to be Max Headroom? He had the mask on and he was like, meh, and like playing around on the camera. And then one, at one point he, he gets his naked ass spanked. Oh, really? Yeah. I can, this I can actually, find this on YouTube? You sure can. I know what great. I'm doing after this. There was the show. also a, another TV hack. These are my favorite hacks, by the way. <laughs> and I think this one was in the UK. I think it interrupted maybe a, a Doctor Who broadcast or something. Oh, they'll fucking burn your house down if you do that to those <laughs> and people. And it was a, fa- a supposedly <laughs> fake, I think maybe real, um, broadcast from um, an alien race, the, the, like the Vrillian <laughs> High Command. Oh, what? Yeah. Wait, so that wasn't just like a stunt for Doctor Who? No, it was like... Because that would seem like a, a nice rating it sweep. Would, it would be, but apparently not. Oh. Hey, man, hashtag future case file. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so what are we doing? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pirate this public access signal. And so Tim Burton's whole life... Is Tim yeah, Burton. Tim, I wish. I wish Tim Burton's <laughs> life was at stake. No, Tim Robbins' <laughs> whole livelihood right. is at stake. And he sends two teenagers to deal with it. Like, <laughs> how do you not have fucking real Michael Clayton heavies? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, the teenagers, yeah, they'll do stuff. But when shit really gets dark, it's these two ex-CIA dudes yeah. exactly. that know how to get shit done. At least the bald guy from Seinfeld. That guy's kind of a tough. There's just these two, like... 17-year-old dudes running around. And that's like, it sort of gives this movie a little bit of a kid power feel. Like, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. Like a teenage kid power kind of thing. So they, they rush the TV station. <laughs> no uh, one's on rollerblades in this movie, which I was pretty which shocked Which is kind of see. surprising. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they rush a TV station. Rachel Lee Cook betrays him because, of course, she does. Sure. And, oh, my God, he actually has two discs, not just one. So he's running around. There's a, like during this chase scene, Tyler Labine's like trying to get Ryan Philippi down on the ground. And Philippi like turns this corner and he's like running down this alley. And then, like Jason Voorhees, this guy just jumps through a window and bear hugs him. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you getting paid to chase this guy down? What is your commitment level here? You're, You're 21 ru- years old. Running through windows? My God. It's crazy. And he also even says weirdly, he's like, Enough of this Mission Impossible 3 crap, man. Oh, yeah, which yeah. was hilarious because only one of them had come out. Was two out by this point? Um, no, because two was like 02, wasn't it? Right, I guess so. I think I think maybe the trailer came out, so he's referencing like, oh, Ryan Philippi, you're running around like, I don't know, maybe it's part three. <laughs> maybe you're like the next one. 
<laughs> Which actually isn't Mission Impossible Three kind of about like a global hack sort of. Oh, shit. Isn't that what Philip Seymour Hoffman's Joe, doing in that movie? Yo, did JJ watch this? Oh shit! Maybe. <laughs> hey, maybe. I don't know. Did someone say Mission Impossible Three in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> Hyperlink antitrust. <laughs> And then he Forward it. slash. Yes, definitely. No backslashes here. So he's dragged back to the compound. We have a big parlor scene. We have a huge parlor scene. The cop and the other kid that you never cared about uh, are right. The, in uh, sec- front of, are parked in front of a Pepsi machine. The security officer named Bob, who uh, like most of his point in this film is like, "Hey, you better not be coming in here without scanning your own ID." Right. They all he make says fun of him. Like, yeah. Well, I've worked at a company like that. <laughs> <laughs> they all make fun of him because he's like trying to be good at his job, and they're right. all like, "Look at this fucking loser!" Like when that and pipe the- bomb goes off, and he's running to the building, they're all laughing at him. Yeah, what a f- square! It's like a school principal that has lost total grasp. So, of the by the way, pre nine eleven world is all I'm saying. Yeah, oh, exactly. Sure. A bomb goes off today. Look out. You're certainly certainly not laughing at security guards. <laughs> so he he ca- actually catches Ryan Phillippe yeah. leaving the daycare center with the server full of murder and snuff films and surveillance <laughs> and Ed job uh, molestation stuff and yeah, uh, a lot of bootleg Seinfeld episodes on there. <laughs> and <laughs> so and so all the allergies in the world. Bob stops him. <laughs> Bob stops him and like Ryan Phillippe's like, oh Bob. Let me tell you, these guys you're working for are criminals. They have bootleg Seinfeld episodes on here. <laughs> and he's like, kid, you you wouldn't believe what I would believe about these people. These people are scum. I bet they are. I bet they even got the puffy shirt episode in there. <laughs> and then now Bob is on the good guy's side. Bob's on the good side. It, yep. it, takes, it takes less than a second for mm-hmm. him to turn. And he's like, it's kind of funny because uh, he's like, hey, is there anything I can do to help out that doesn't have anything to do with your gizmo gadgets? And one of those two white guys is just like, well, we need a TV. And he's like, TV, got it. <laughs> And then, I can install a TV. Look at he split. And then he's just walking back and forth, clapping his hands by a Pepsi machine. <laughs> Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi. It's like hey, I, you I'm, want some Pringles? I got nothing. I got Pringles in my pockets. Loose. No, Bob. We don't need your help. But Pepso, the robot Pepsi machine. <laughs> we could use your help. It's like R two D two to Jackson to the computer. <laughs> That would be amazing. Pepso, you are the choice of a new generation. Thank you so much. <laughs> Pepso did not get a medal at the end of the movie, though. No. Fucked up. No, and it's ridiculous. I mean, the contributions that Pepso made to taking this organization down. It's fucking discrimination. It's a robot discrimination. <laughs> um, so he's doing this long parlor scene uh, to Tim Robinson, and he's laying out all the stuff and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and I'm going to kill you eventually. Oh, no. And he's like, Ryan Phillips is like, hey, why don't you put on your television set? There's a pretty cool broadcast coming on right about now. And somehow, like, from this public access thing, they've hacked into a satellite, and it's broadcasting on every station. We have the... They hacked into a Pepsi machine into a public <laughs> Right, access. right, 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 right. <laughs> they re-wired a Pepsi machine to broadcast <laughs> all of this stuff. Uh, we have the ubiquitous 
shot of Times Square <laughs> where all the screens in Times Square turn onto this broadcast. You know, What's some of those doing? are just electric signs, right? Exactly. And by the way, no one's fucking looking besides like five people from Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. None of <laughs> no us one, care. No, no one's, one's paying gives attention. A shit. It's a closed system saying, you know, drink Coke. Yeah. Or back in the glory <laughs> right. days, there's, smoke Marlboros. There's no live broadcast there. I mean, maybe for special occasions now, yeah. but not back in 2001. No. But that all gets hacked, dude. So everybody is watching this thing. And it's basically like an anonymous style video where like they're showing the footage of the dude getting murdered. They're it's a YouTube. It's a proto YouTube video. Yeah. 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 No, exactly. Like, you know, it now looks like the 2016 or the 2001 equivalent of a 2016 like conspiracy video. Kind right. Of thing. Yeah. It's like murder. Conspiracy. They stole this stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like loose change being broadcast in Times Square. <laughs> you know, in a perfect world, it would be. <laughs> but like everyone's like the idea is that everyone's gonna believe this. I would I don't believe in loose change. Why not? <laughs> yeah. What are you hiding? Oh shit, they got to him. <laughs> <laughs> but like it shows like uh, Teddy's murder, and it and it and it shows like the car the car crash that was shown on a news footage. Apparently, he had some woman murdered. That's not even mentioned in the movie. Yeah, I think that was just personal. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes through all this thing about how he's been stealing code and this, that, and the other thing. There's some like loop of Tim Robbins like saying something yeah, that they just keep playing. I can play this stinking city like a harp from hell. Harp from hell. Harp from hell. <laughs> hell. 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 By the way, did you guys see that awesome video of Batman Dan- Returns? I love it. No, 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 no. Better than <laughs> Batman Returns. Well, what? Maybe not. No, maybe not. Wait, no. Is that in Burton World? <laughs> no, they there's couldn't. Got- license- there's no Batman licensing team. At the Big Fish Aquarium, there isn't a couple penguins. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have rocket launchers on. <laughs> and Danny DeVito is just wandering the streets. Did you guys see the video of Danny DeVito introducing Bernie at, at a rally? Yes, it was fabulous. It's so amazing, but were you not just thinking about the penguin the entire time? <laughs> when he just gets up there and he's like, Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't invited, so I cried! <laughs> Bernie Sanders comes out tied up. <laughs> I'll be honest. I will. I would vote for Max Shrek in this. In this <laughs> Max Shrek came out of the Republican na- convention. I'd be okay yeah, with it. Definitely. Oh, sure. Why sure. not? I mean, uh, or, or or Harvey Dent. I'm talking about Billy D. Harvey Dent. <laughs> oh, or sure. Oswald Cobblepot. He was a politician. I would. You know what? Honestly, he's better. He's better than Trump. <laughs> Cobblepot's got my vote, man. That guy brought a circus with him wherever he went, but it was a fucking real circus and not a racist ah, one. I'm gonna drown babies in a sewer. <laughs> Better than Trump. <laughs> I'm going to eat fish raw publicly in front of everyone. At least he's honest about it. You know Trump's doing the same thing. I would eat a raw fish over a fucking well-done Trump steak. Oh, yeah, of course. It's called sushi. <laughs> no, I would just bite into a fish. Oh. Flip-flapping on my oh, plate. You're talking about how he apparently prefers well-done, burnt-to-a-crisp steaks. Yeah, like a fucking maniac. Which is the only way Trump steaks are ingestible. (laughs) So Tim Robbins goes down. They're like, oh, by the way, the FBI's on their way, so the lawyers come in like, oh, now what? Well, there's this thing where they're about to take the heat for it. Like, he's got, like, plan B, which is, like, all of, like, they all go in, like, Rachel Lee Cook, these two lawyers, and, like, the henchmen all go in a car and like, Claire Forlani, are you getting in the getaway car? Yeah. And he's like, no. She has some line where she's like, no, 
I'm going to stay behind and answer for the things I've... What's the line? Oh, yeah. Done. And you're just like... Please let that be the last thing you're saying in this movie. You've already done enough. <laughs> You've done far too much. To be way terrible in this movie. Uh, but so then the lawyers come in and he start. Tim Robbins starts like dictating some like statement that he wants to release, blah, blah, blah. Vampires this and that. <laughs> vampires. Talking about vampires. Watching vampires. Is that my code in there? <laughs> Speaking of molested. Well, see, that's the thing. The, the whole movie, the twist is mm. he wasn't actually a nefarious businessman. He had actually just killed a pervert three days prior, <laughs> but he was acting like a nefarious businessman right. and didn't get it. It was because he was so afraid about the pervert that he killed three days prior. Oh, also in that yes. broadcast, they released the code for Oh, right. It's, now they it's have, open source. Yeah. And, and he's got says, some line about like... Oh, yeah, dude. Like knowledge, knowledge is for the people. For the yeah. people of the but world. It also doesn't make any sense because you need the use of satellites, which are proprietary, to use it. Yeah, you can't um, just like all these satellites. Yeah, we need the people satellite. Oh, okay. We'll get to it. <laughs> get Elon Musk on that too. Yeah, launch a couple of people satellites up there. I mean, so the end of the movie is like Claire Forlani like drops him off at his old garage, and she's like, "Hey, you know, it wasn't all fake." And he's like, "I know." It should just be a swift and firm go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, by the way, you also kind of killed my friend. Yeah, remember Ronnie or whatever his name Teddy. was? Teddy. Teddy, he's dead. He should just kill her. That'd be a good ending. She should just go to jail with the rest of them. Like, that's the thing. Or is maybe like... they find her body parts along the interstate. <laughs> well, <laughs> but this... she does. She is responsible for him getting away. So she does kind of help him out at but the that's end. But where... I mean, that's what's... It's just really annoying about this movie is, like, you got one... She's a dabu. And then Rachel Lee Cook, she's another double. Like, just yeah. pick one. I yeah. thought it was going to be at the end of the movie, Rachel Lee Cook, she was just lying about being a double. You know, yeah. she's a triple. <laughs> you know, and she was going to turn that, that treasure. <laughs> Can yeah. I tell you, and I tweeted about it a little bit, uh, Ray Winstone is playing uh, King Saul on fucking Of Gods and Prophets or Of Kings and Prophets. I don't know anything what you said beyond Ray yeah, Winstone. He's playing King David's father, the King of Israel. Is that oh. supposed to mean something to me? <laughs> it's in the Bible. Yeah, I know we talk about the Bible too much, but is that a yeah? We do. We got complaints recently that we were too religious. <laughs> yes. Apparently, what the fuck is that person <laughs> talking about? <laughs> but no, it's just like oh, because it's it's the idea that anything old has to be by British people, and like oh yeah, no matter what race or nationality, it's just, right, right, right. You're not going to hire Jewish people to be Jewish on TV. You're going to get Ray Winstone to be like, I'm going to unite all twelve tribes of Israel. Also, probably not a white guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. British or not. So is he a double? Is he working <laughs> for the Egyptians or something? <laughs> I was just lying about being a double, Moses. <laughs> he does. It's amazing. Because like he's like kind of a crooked king. He's like, all oh, the treasure. It's like, oh, he's doing it. Oh, he's doing it again. The treasure. Go, Mosey. <laughs> just go, Mosey. So I'm working with Goliath now. <laughs> Wait a second. What is this show? It's, it's a, a movie? It's, it's an ABC miniseries about uh, the story of King David. Oh, it's like great it's... God almighty. <laughs> well, Who got that? But it's time all for game, that. It's all sexy games of thrones. He gets a blowjob in the first <laughs> Are kidding. you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Oh, oh happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's like, it's like some like su sultry lady uh, is like, yeah. <laughs> some sultry lady is like, 
you could have all the gold you want. It's like, oh, that's right. Oh, it's so fucking hot. And like her, oh, her head on ABC goes below frame, and he goes, and then like they you want cut. some treasure? How about these family jewels now? You uh, know what this Bible drama is missing? Some hot fellatio. Get filming. Why? Oh. And on ABC, by the way. Oh, oh go easy there. Don't crucify yourself on that. What? Ah, what? Ah. Disney's rolling over in his cryogenic grave. That doesn't even belong in Burton World. <laughs> Burton World. Now with 100% less blowjobs. Bwah ha 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 ha. Steve, I think Stephen Wright is hosting <laughs> Burton World, maybe. And Stephen Wright as Tim Burton. <laughs> well, no, yeah, because like it's like I'm his understudy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Tim, not showing up to rehearsal. Tim couldn't be here today or any day. <laughs> I have to open Alice in Wonderland. I am Tim, I am Tim Burton today. <laughs> I'm cutting the ribbon on Alice in Wonder. Land. <laughs> I'm wearing a baggy black suit in striped socks. Can't you tell? I'm Tim Burton. Please remember to tip your Johnny Depps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. The movie's over. I mean, the I movie's mean, done been over for a while. <laughs> an army of press show up to this garage and. Uh, this is where they get their famous picture together. The, yeah, the two undistinguishable white guys <laughs> and Ryan Phillips. And why would you end a cyber thriller on a fucking freeze frame? Mm, well, yeah. the, what, maybe the computer broke? <laughs> maybe, well, oh, shit. Was this whole movie an animated GIF, man? <laughs> oh, fuck. It's so dumb. And they're just smiling like it's a high school graduation photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, People it's... are dead. <laughs> yeah, Teddy is dead. May I remind you, there's someone who's not smiling in that freeze frame because he was beaten to death with a baseball bat. Freeze frame. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, you know what bothers me about this ending? Uh, the Everclear we... song? <laughs> <laughs> Everything but... Also, I don't think we get to see the Aryan brothers get exonerated. <laughs> I don't think so. Nope, I, those I, dudes I, are no. rotten in jail, man. Oh, come on. Now, this is the problem with the prison industrial complex. <laughs> Let those boys out. <laughs> they didn't do anything. Oh, good God. Yeah, and then it's just Art Alexakis just singing into our hearts for the rest of the credits. And almost. it's like not a well-known song. Right? It was. It's not one of the Everclear singles, no. You know what the original title of this movie was, which is such a better title? Sesame oh. Seeds? <laughs> the Sesame Seed Killer? Conspiracy.com. Man, we wow. had, in the early aughts, we needed to cool it with the fucking dot-com <laughs> movie want, titles. But like, I love the idea of like somebody was like, we'll call it conspiracy.com. And I was like, that's going to age terribly. No. More Everclear, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, me- meanwhile, Antitrust is a great, great title. You know what was shocking, not- actually? Was totally shocking. At the start of the movie... You get like a news footage thing, and it's like Tim Robbins being investigated for antitrust, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Jupin, you got it from the first one. And I started keeping a tally yeah. in my notes of how many times they say antitrust in this movie. Do you know how many times no, they say it? 217. Take a guess as to how many times they say antitrust. 217. Eight. One time. Really? really? I was so surprised. One time in this movie, they say antitrust. That's it. Wow. That's it. Shockingly, that's it. Wow. This movie, you think they'd be antitrusting all over the place. 
You'd think so. Yeah, How many well, times did they say conspiracy? <laughs> you know, the thing is, that title is they couldn't. They, it's like someone who owned the URL was asking for the sky. Oh yeah, nice. Probably, probably yeah. yeah. I guess fear.com was available though. <laughs> Fear.com.com. Uh would anybody recommend this no. movie? No. <laughs> no, I would not. I did not like this movie. I'm Claire Falani. I <laughs> I would recommend of Kings and Prophets. Uh, oh, no, what? you wouldn't. <laughs> For that sweet beige anyway. That Winstonian style beige you, you're oh. yammering on about. How wet we talking. <laughs> Well, it was. I guess it was the desert. It might have been dry. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, the next episode, uh, I believe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Some bestiality in there? What's no, going on uh, there? Uh, Ep 2. Ben Kingsley is plays no. God, and he, he tries to come over over at Winston's house. He's like, oh, no, we won't leave. He plays God? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. That would be sexy amazing. beast joke. Yeah, that's what I was just connecting the dots to. Yeah, it would be great though if Ben Kingsley played God. I'd buy that. Trying to leave uh, that TV show getting on a plane and <laughs> flipping out because he can't smoke. Uh, I also would not recommend this movie. It's not even a hangover movie. It's no, just a who cares movie. It's a, yeah, no, no thank you. There was a split second where I thought I saw this movie in theaters, but I think I just remembered seeing the trailer a lot. I feel like they were trying to mm-hmm. get in front of this movie. Yeah, and I it just did, I did not see this until last night. Yeah, so that's you know. But the n- next week's movie I saw in theaters. Oh shit! Well, that for now is Antitrust from two thousand one, directed by Peter Howitt. Thanks again to Jenny for calling in all the way from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, check out our website whmpodcast.com or find us over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash We Hate Movies. And follow us on Twitter. That's at WHM Podcast. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Yes. And could I make a quick plug? Oh, please. Pl- please plug <clears throat> oh, away. Well, plug, plug it up. Plug well, it in. Uh, speaking of future case files, uh, Blame It On Our Space, uh, side podcast I do on the conspiracies and the paranormal. Right. Which uh, is back here and there. Yeah. You know, here and there. Well, uh, Andrew, you were on the show, I think, this or next week. Oh, there you go. Check your local listings. Blame it on outerspace.com. Very, very good. Rate review. What's that? What? What? No, no, no. You had something else? Well, it's about the goat man. Oh, the goat man. Goat man. Also known as the Pope Lick Monster. (laughs) Pope Lick. And we also talk about if aliens are dead or not. Oh, oh! I remember talking about that. <laughs> when was this film? <laughs> we recorded 2001. this. Two thousand one. Oh wow! <laughs> Pre nine eleven. So yeah, you'd have to listen to it with a different different ear, I guess. Yes, keep that in mind. You'd have to listen to it on your Roxio MP3 player. <laughs> Winamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, please uh, check out the We Hate Movies Winamp skin. Uh, we're selling it. <laughs> For two ninety nine, <laughs> that's an outrageous price for a Winamp skin. Holy shit! Well, no, I mean, I guess you'd probably get like a dozen or something. It'd be a Winamp skin pack. Yeah, there's a BIOS one in there. God, didn't the early two thousand suck? It oh really my god, did. Winamp skins, I, and you cared about them. I think that's why we spent it drunk the entire time. <laughs> no, that's that's very true. Uh, rate and review the show in iTunes or wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. Now, next week. It's the final week of the 2016 Listener Request Month. And the episode, yeah, oh man, (laughs) some of these movies, woof. Uh, Speaking of woof, Dungeons and Dragons 
Uh, so you got Jeremy Irons <laughs> in this movie. I believe Marlon Wayans. Uh-huh. Is it a London brother in this? Speaking of all rats. Oh, uh, <laughs> you might be right. I think he's playing Stannis Baratheon. <laughs> <laughs> and just so, because I haven't seen it, so before you know, I, I, I never see this. Before movie. I just walk into the electric fence that is Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. No Claire Forlani around, right? Not to my Not knowledge. That I, I can recall. I can really only take Claire Forlani like once, <laughs> it's, twice wait, a year tops. Laura Birch in this. Uh, so there's some there's there, there's some early uh, aughts going on here. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember it exactly. We'll get into it next week. Oh man, I'm not looking forward to watching Dungeons and Dragons. Nope. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Jenny for uh, calling in uh, antitrust, which we had a lot of fun with. I already thanked her, but it's fine that oh, you already you? thanked oh, her too. Wait now. Wait now. Do I have to? No, thank I think you got. You got to thank Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week with Dungeons and Dragons, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Sisko. Take it easy. 